Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Daniel? Another beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. Hey, housekeeping odds and ends, and then we're going to get right into it. We have the boot camp, DIY Money boot camp. First one ever, June 2021. If you are listening to this post-2021 June, you can go to the website, DIYMoney.org, and you could, if you wanted to, download the archives. But if you are going to, well, there's a cost to that, of course, but if you are wanting to participate in this, if you are interested at all, we have 100 seats, and it will be held every Saturday in June, uh, I believe 9 to 11 Eastern, 9 to 11 Eastern, it will be a Zoom live link. Now, if you miss one, it will be archived and sent to you. You can you can certainly watch it tape delay. But we're going to be talking about progressive sort of financial steps each and every week. Uh, not just, you know, we're not necessarily going to cover the DIY money budgeting stuff we do on the podcast here. We're going to kind of go into a little bit more in-depth wealth development stuff. We figured this was a great way to kick off our wealth development program, uh, which will kick off actually after this uh, boot camp. So again, 100 spots, 99 bucks, uh, $99. Start budgeting now. Put it in your budget. First 100 seats, uh, that's it. And then we're not, there's no more after that. It's very simple. So 99 bucks for 100 seats. DIYMoney.org on the website. Believe it or not, we have a website. We never talked about it. But we have the website. You can I think check you've it out. It, it once or twice. Check out the uh, tribe DIY Money Tribe on Facebook and Insta DIY Money. Some good stuff going on there. All right, let's get right to our question. Question of the day comes from Blake. Blake. Oh, I like Blake. Blake had energy, enthusiasm. He just jumped right to the top. But he didn't roll his R's. Blake. No, that's from last podcast. Yep. Ramon. Blake is going to kill it. I'll just tell you right now. I've never seen any of his work as a videographer. I'd like to. I'd like to. Blake, send us some of your work. No threat to Claire. Claire's a rock star. True. Blake's going to kill it, I can tell you right now. Blake, what do you got? DIY! What's going on, DIY Money? This is Blake from the beautiful city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. I am 23 and graduated from college two years ago and debt-free and about to get married. Uh, I am a videographer for a company as well as do it freelance and with the hopes of taking that full-time one day, uh, hopefully soon. And I've listened to past podcasts where you mentioned the, uh, the kind of minimum of having three months' worth of your own salary, what you, what you coin it, and paying yourself from that and kind of stockpiling it up. Now, I know in personal finance there are rules such as 80-10-10 or 70-30, and I was just wondering if, as a business owner, if there are any kind of rules for that uh, you know, and just giving a name to more of my dollars, or or if it's just you know, once you have that threshold, you are kind of free to make um, the choices on if I invest in more camera gear, as long as I have that three months worth, or if there's kind of some ideologies on how to approach your money as a business owner. Um, big fan of the show and uh, hashtag more bro talk. I said it. Yes. Boom. That's awesome. More bro talk. 
Hey, Blake, great question, first of all. Love the enthusiasm. I thought it was great. It's like the beautiful city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga, it's pretty nice. I know it is I've a nice city, a but times. it's just I'm funny. I mean, it's just interesting. It's like I'm from upstate New York. Like, And I'm writing in from the beautiful city of Buffalo. Like, okay. I've never. Anchor uh, Bar. Anchor Bar. For all you Northeasterners, you know what I'm talking about. Anchor Bar. You know the Anchor Bar, Logan? It's the original Buffalo wing. Mm. See, he didn't know either. You kind of reamed me for not knowing a couple episodes back. That's because you should know, Mr. Pop Culture. What'd you, what'd you say to me the other day? Don't. What'd you say? Last podcast, don't. So, something don't you. Don't flame me. Flame you? That's a thing? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I just put fire into my into my vocabulary. Now I got to put flame into my vocabulary? Yep. All right, let's go. First of all, we need to do a, a boot camp someday on this. That is starting a business. Not really any, I don't know, what do you call them, rules to live by in, in small business world like 80-10-10 or you know, whatever. But I would say this. If you're starting a business, first of all, you probably have already formulated some sort of business plan, Blake, right? You know how much money you need maybe to buy equipment. Maybe you already have the equipment. I don't know. But there's going to have to be a capital investment maybe for you to do this. And so that's number one. We're going to have to have that capital investment. The runway of income just provides you time to start building the business. I'm going to have to go back and look. I'm not so sure where where we might have said three months because I think it depends on the business and the turnaround. No, you being a videographer doing this already part-time on the side, you might have a, a, a network of clients already at the ready. Maybe you're booked out already on weddings and you're just like, man, I just can't keep up. This is crazy. And the minute you break free from your nine to five job, you are going to fill that pipeline with clients that are going to be you know, paying immediately, Venmoing you the money, et cetera. So your runway might be three months. And why would you do that? You would do that so that your bills are paid. You're about to get married. Congratulations, by the way. But you're going to freak your wife out when you leave your nine to five job. I know this firsthand. So you're going to have to have some security built in and you're going to have to have this ability to say, look, we've got three months of my equivalent of what I make now. I just have to get to a situation where I'm replenishing that from the business, less capital expenses, less taxes, et cetera, to where you can live and actually sustain yourself. Now, you're going to have to kind of do some math. And again, maybe this business planning isn't your strong suit. Maybe you got a buddy who owns a small business. You can take him for coffee. You could say, hey, man, how would you do this? And I don't mean the guy who's just starting his business. I mean the guy who's been in business maybe 10, 12 years, because it really takes three to five years that I've seen. I don't never seen this as a statistic, just from personal experience, for you to start actually making a living in any sort of business that you have. Now, again, somebody may be listening to this and going, you know, I want to build a machine shop. We have a client, young man, is incredible, brilliant young man. Um, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but if he does, I gave him a nice little shout out there. there he go. knows who he is. But he's building a machine shop next to his home because he's eventually going to go into the fabrication business on his own. Well, that's a pretty capital-intensive business. He's been building this machine shop out for a very long time, doing little side jobs here and there. But this is a significant capital investment. And again, once he gets a client, you got to do the job, you got to deliver the job, you got to invoice the job, you probably wait 45, 60 days to get paid on the job. It's going to take a long time and he's going to have to have a significant amount of capital built up to pay his bills while he builds that business. 
ultimately, he also has a caveat where he wants to be completely debt-free before he does that, which I respect. So nonetheless, I think that first and foremost, you have to have some idea of, hey, I need this amount of money to buy the equipment, do what I need to do, marketing materials, business cards, license to do business, lawyer, taxes, blah, blah, blah. Number two, I need three to six months, whatever you estimate, to build up to withdraw. And then you're going to know very quickly, like within a month, if you're able to make enough money, less taxes, this is big, and I would take 30% out at least. You're in Tennessee, no state income tax, bravo, but you're going to have 30%, take it off the top for taxes, put it in another account because you got self-employment tax now and you got tax on your 1040. Then take the 70%, less any expenses that you have for capital equipment, et cetera, put that into your account. You're going to know very quickly if you're going to be able to sustain yourself or if you're going to be looking for a new jobby job. <sighs> I, I, I mean, I just feel like I'm in the presence of greatness. What I miss, Pretty Daniel. good. No, I like it. Uh, I would separate out um, personal and business, definitely. For sure. Um, especially once you get married so that that's not overlapping. So, yeah, your personal life, you should have that three months uh, at least of emergency funds sitting there. And hopefully at some point the business starts paying you uh, and then you maintain that, et cetera. And if the business just becomes a continual continual drain that it's probably not a business at some point i mean you have to continue to work towards uh generating some profit on that side uh on the business side then yeah it depends i I guess you'd have to do the calculation on what's your burn rate and ensure you had a little bit of runway at some point uh to float that burn rate while you're waiting on invoices coming in what is a burn rate burn rate is uh your like in your personal life your expenses so a business burn rate is uh the business expenses what they go through on a monthly basis and uh various businesses have different ways of receiving income so if you're a retail business you buy inventory and then you're paying rent and doing stuff while you're waiting for people to uh come in and buy that products off of you and and buy the inventory out of your store. And so you have a monthly burn that it costs just to stay in business for most businesses, uh, unless, I mean, every business has some type of burn, right? You either have rent or something. If you're in your basement or garage and you're like a consulting firm, then maybe you have almost no burn rate, but you probably still have like license fees and things like that. So from somewhere from, you know, $100 a year to hundreds of thousands of dollars a year of businesses burn rate and it's important to especially what we saw last year where most what 80 90 percent of business types unless aside from grocery stores gas stations and few other things stayed open um walmart yeah you have to be able to float for the unexpected uh and i would imagine in the the videographer business you know maybe there's parts of the season or part of the year there people don't want videos as much or something slows down and so you you have to be able to weather some of those uh so being able to have yeah potentially may not have it on day one but building up in the business itself beyond your three-month emergency fund which funds stuff like house repairs or car breaks down or stuff like that in the business which sounds weird because it's, it's probably actually in the business account separated out you haven't taken it out as profit yet uh, you know, some of that burn cash available. Uh, three months, hopefully, uh, at some point is what you can build up to. And then, yeah, beyond that, if there's logical investments you can make in your business, then make them. If you're a, a wise, astute business person, I mean, don't invest for the sake of just investing. But if you believe you can buy a new camera and then it's going to help produce, turn a profit, et cetera, then sure, why not? If you can buy a camera for $1,000 and it's going to make you ten grand in the next year, that sounds smart. But let's talk 
business. Go for it. Let's talk business, Blake, shall we? I think we should add this in because I think this is very important. Because if you and I were sitting around having a little bro talk, this is what I would say. Hey, I'm all for you going into this line of work, following your passion. I think you're going to do great. Automatically, you have a business that has very low capital intensive requirements, as Daniel was alluding to. Maybe you have a burn. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have your capital equipment, your camera, your computer. It's real simple. You go out and you do this. This is great. This is what you're looking for, I would say, in the next you know few years, to build up a business to which you can sustain your life and not have to go to a 9-to-5 job working for someone else. However, this is a transactional-oriented service business. It is the antithesis of scalable. So my question to you, you don't have to answer right now, my question to you, Blake, is how do you turn this business from a service into a scalable solution that allows you to make money in the future without getting out of bed? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe you do videos, you teach other people how to do it. My point is this. Many people look at getting out of their 9 to 5, jumping into a job on their own is called a business, and they forget the fact that once they do that, there are no vacation days, there's no time off, there's no getting away at which point you continue to make money because there's no scalability. So I'm all for the business, more power to the entrepreneurs out there, but my challenge to you, I think, number one, just from what I just feel it in your energy, you're going to be able to make money very quickly. But pretty soon you're going to wake up one day and you're going to go, man, if I want to make more money, I got to work more hours. Yep. If I got to work more hours, I can't take time off. Or I got to build money up and then I got to say, okay, I'm going to take off this week and that's money that I lost. So my my challenge to you Blake is, in addition to you building this business, which I think is fabulous, how are you going to scale this business? Or what are you going to do with your profits to ensure that you develop passive income down the line? So that ultimately one day you can step away from this business and you can basically ride off into the sunset with your beautiful wife in Chattanooga. There you go. Boom. Mic drop. All right. Let's go. Circle the wagons here. A couple of odds and ends. Sign up. Blake, you need to sign up for that uh, DIY money boot camp. That's for sure. Because we are going to talk about setting up a business, starting a business, things to think about. We're not going to go too far into the weeds there, but it is going to be part of the subject matter. I think in week three, I have to look back at the notes, but I think it's in week three that we talk about that. So $99, put it in the expenses, Blake, and join us at the boot camp. You can find out more information on our website, DIYmoney.org. Hey, if you're new to the show, all Blake did, he jumped on his smartphone, recorded a voice memo, sent it to us, podcast at DIYmoney.org. I think he sent it a while ago. So it's been in the queue for a little while. But we brought it out. It was a great question. And we're going to send him a $25 Amazon gift card. That's pretty awesome. Sweet. All right, Blake, thanks so much for the question. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. That was awesome. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. 
This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.